Hi, this is David Stearman, and you're listening to my Up Podcast. And today I want to talk about the power of an epiphany. And by that I mean the power of a word from God. Now I'm guessing you could open a Bible and put your finger on any word and it would be a word from God, quote unquote. But that's not what we're talking about here. What I'm referring to here is a revelation from God. That is, when God opens up a relevant Bible truth to your understanding. In Ephesians 1.18, Paul prays that the eyes of your understanding would be enlightened. And whether or not we know it, that's what we all really need right now, to understand what God wants to teach us through his word as it applies to our lives in this moment. Because a word of revelation from God can change everything. Someone asked the great British evangelist Smith Wigglesworth which Bible translation he liked to read. He replied, I like to read it in the Holy Ghost. (laughs) Now, some of you may be chuckling right now because you know exactly what he meant. God can get truth to you through any translation if you'll read it with an open mind and heart. Jesus said in John 16, 3, when the spirit of truth has come, that's the Holy Spirit, he will lead you into all truth. And it's a fact. If you'll read the Bible with an honest, hungry heart, you'll begin seeing truths in it you've never seen before. And believe me, those kinds of truths can be life-changing. Case in point, Kenneth E. Hagen, lying in bed at age 17, Dying as a result of a deformed heart and an incurable blood disease, he read Mark eleven twenty three and 24 with an open heart and mind. And as he did, that spirit of truth Jesus spoke of began to teach him, and revelation came through those verses. Kenneth Hagin didn't have to die. He could speak to those afflictions in the name of Jesus Christ, just as Jesus had spoken to the fig tree, and be healed. So Brother Hagen spoke, and he was healed, and he lived another 70 years teaching others about the power of the spoken word of God. Another case in point was John G. Lake, one of our early Pentecostal founders. His wife was mortally ill, and everyone told him just to accept the fact that she would soon die. He just couldn't bring himself to do that, so in desperation he did something we all know better than to do. He prayed for a word from God, flopped open his Bible, and dropped his finger onto a random spot. Didn't you used to do that as a baby Christian? Anyway, turns out it was Acts 10.38, which reads, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. And the revelation hit him all at once. Wait, that's it. Sickness is actually from the devil and not God's will. God actually wants to heal my wife. And in the Bible, Jesus healed them all. So he'd heal her. Then he went out and told everyone that he was going to pray for his wife the next day and that she would be healed. Well, he did. And she was. And together, they started a ministry that lasted many years and shook the continents of Africa and America. 
Now, in both of these situations, someone hungry for God's Word received revelation into truths God's been trying to reveal to us for 2,000 years. The truth had been there all along. They'd just never seen it before until the Holy Spirit had enlightened them about it. And He always wants to do this. He always wants to talk to us. But sometimes we've got to seek Him to be open enough to find Him. Think about it. These were desperate people willing to do anything God said. But God is good and God is faithful. And the Spirit of Truth led both Brother Hagen and John G. Lake into life-transforming understandings. But this kind of revelation isn't just for the chosen few. It's for all of us. As the old Sunday school song goes, every promise in the book is mine. Every scripture, every verse, every line. In fact, I had a similar experience Obviously not on the same scale for the body of Christ, but it sure made a difference in my life. I've shared it before on this podcast, but it does apply to this subject today. I was just starting out as a new singer-songwriter with no real contacts in the music world, besides my best buds Stephanie and Wayne Busada, who were basically in the same boat as me. And yet one Sunday I attended a Sunday school class at First Methodist Church in Tulsa, where the teacher that day, Virginia Elmore, taught a lesson on the blessing of Abraham. She explained about how God promised Abraham and his seed many things, including material wealth, an idea that seemed outlandish to me at the time, since I thought it was carnal to want to have money, even though I knew the scripture taught that Abraham was very rich. But she continued, Abraham was rich because of the blessing God had endowed him with. And that same blessing is also ours, she said, because All us Christians are Abraham's seed. So everything God promised Abraham and his seed, including material wealth, belongs to us believers today, purchased by the shed blood of our Savior Jesus Christ. Then she finished with Galatians 3.29, reading, If you are Christ's, you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Well, wow, did my spiritual eyes pop open. Wait a minute, I thought. That means I don't have to live on barely get along street anymore. I am blessed of God right along with Abraham. Now, it just happens that Diane and I had lunch with Stephen Wayne that afternoon, and I asked Wayne, what do you think? Could all of this be true? Wayne answered, sure it is. It's what the Bible teaches. And I said, okay, if it's the Bible, then I believe it. We all believed it. And before you knew it, doors started opening for us everywhere. Our careers took off, and our songwriting royalty checks started rolling in in abundance on every wave. Blessing of Abraham. Every promise in the book is mine. This was a revelation that changed my view, not only of Bible promises, but also my understanding of God's character, generosity, and love. In other words, it totally changed my life. Someone once said, I'd rather have a word from God than three degrees. And I agree, if that word is a word of revelation of truth from the Bible. And as I said earlier, this isn't just something for a chosen few. God's word and the Holy Spirit belong to all of us. Every promise in the book is also yours. The Lord told the prophet Jeremiah, Call unto me, and I will answer you, and show you great and mighty things that you know not. 
And the psalmist prayed, Open my eyes that I may see wonderful things from your law. Amen. Let it be. May God impart wonderful truths to each and every one of us as we read his word with open hearts and minds. Hey friends, as you've heard me say many times, our ministry is a missionary ministry. We teach, train, and evangelize in lots of different countries. But the thing about going to these places is that you don't get paid for doing it. That's why we need partners, folks who join hands with us to enable the spread of the gospel. On the donate page of davidstierman.com, there's a link that says donate here. If you tap on that, you'll have a choice to sow one time or monthly. If you feel led, choose monthly to become part of our regular partner family, helping us take God's word to a needy world. Thanks for listening, and God bless you.